Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today on the Podcasting Pontificating, we shall be pontificating around daily podcasts and really going niche. By what I mean is if you are a niche-based podcaster, as most of my clients are, most of my clients are businesses, some professional service providers, some influencers, but they all niche. They have a certain thing they're trying to do. It's, they're not general interest. They're not, I want everyone in the world to listen. Sure, they'd love that. But these are all niche-based podcasts. And so I was thinking about this today. Is a daily podcast right for those that niche down? Also, understanding I have some expertise in this. I think this is episode 60, I don't know, almost 70 of these that I have done every Monday through Thursday since July. It's my first foray into daily podcasting. Clearly, I've been podcasting since the beginning of time, October 14th, 2004, to be exact. But this was my first foray into daily, and I've learned a few things, and I want to talk about those to you in the event you are contemplating starting a daily podcast in a particular niche. I've got a few thoughts. We'll chat about that. Um, thought number one. If you are thinking of niching down and doing a daily podcast, I would avoid the easy, what seems to be easy option of making it news focused. A lot of daily podcasts, I wouldn't say all, but a lot of the daily podcasts and certainly the ones that I listen to are mostly news based. A something has happened in the news and they want to talk about it. Something has been released in scientific studies. They want to talk about it. And that's fine. You, you can do that. But here, here's the problem with, with making it news-based. The content's not really evergreen now. That news is only good when the news happens. And if you are doing a daily podcast in a really tight niche, like for your business, the industry that you're in, chances are your audience knows about the news. They are probably going to get a link to that particular news article that you want to talk about. In fact, they may have already seen it. It may be tough for you to do to give somebody novel information. And that's the real thing that I think why you probably should avoid the news. I'm not saying you should you should obviously do that, but try to do something different than just the news. News is is not novel enough. It isn't always evergreen. And then there's always that pesky thing about the fact that you got to wait for news to develop. And if there's no big news, then what are you going to talk about? I mean, take, take this show, for example. I have news I could talk about. We have new download numbers. I could be talking about what the new average download numbers are. It just came out, but I'm not doing that because this I want this content to be more timeless than that. So consider avoiding the news. Second thing to think about is 
how long will it take you to actually produce the daily content? Take this show by way of example. It is a 10-minute long show that is released via podcasting every Monday through Thursday. 10 minutes. Less than 10 minutes. It has to be less than 10 minutes. It takes me roughly two hours, soup to nuts, from thinking about what I'm going to talk about on a given day to making the notes that I need to do to sitting down here and recording it and then finally engineering that which comes out of it. And once again, I have not done the audio recording, so this is going to be a kind of a clicky-clacky audio, which is a bad idea, so you got to watch out for those things, to finally publishing it. It takes about two solid hours. And that's from someone, me, who has found a pretty easy way to do this, a pretty repeatable way to do this, and who knows what he's doing. Think about it for you and your organization that you represent or the niche that you want to get into and the people that you might have do this. Do they have two? And that's clock hours, by the way. That's not people hours. That's clock hours. Do you have the time to do this? Think about how long it's going to take you to produce content, which is one of the reasons why I only produce Monday through Thursday. I keep the Friday sacred. I don't want to be producing on a Friday. So that's what I think about. But let's turn that around. It's not your time that you have to consider only. It's your listener's time as well. And I want you to think about it in two different ways. Number one, it's the question nobody likes to have in podcasting that I don't mind having in podcasting. It's how long should the content be? And the answer is, as it always has been, as short as you can possibly make it. You remember, we're competing against new things every day. Smart speakers, in-car audio that are giving us daily, uh, I believe they're called new uh, news flashes now or daily briefings and all sorts of things we get from these smart speakers. In other words, we need to keep it short. You're talking about producing daily content, whatever that means. How much time does your listener have to consume your content every single day? Shorter is almost always better. And certainly when you're niching down, niching down in the podcasting world to do daily shows, you probably want to keep it pretty tight. No rambling. So, but not only should you think about how long should your listeners consume your content, the other thing you should think about is when in their day they should listen. Now, typically if you're producing a podcast that goes out on a weekly basis, time of day isn't really all that critical. Most of the time. I'm not saying there aren't cases there are. Most of the time it's not, which is why when I produce shows for clients, we always pick their publishing day and whatever their time zone is, that's when it gets published at midnight. And that's when the show is available inside of RSS feeds and directories so that people can consume the content. Not that anybody is probably listening at midnight, but it's waiting for them when they get up in the morning. But in a daily show, there might be a need for you to do a show that your audience gets later in the day. For a lot of the news-based programs, and yes, I know I just said avoid news for your daily content, are they hitting the drive time spot? Great thing is, you're niching down, which means you're in a particular industry, and you probably, that industry might have a time zone that's mostly important to you. Maybe it's worldwide, I don't know, I, I would, maybe that's not a niche. Maybe most of your customers are in a certain time zone. Think about when in their day they're ready to listen. And I can't tell you when that is. And you may not be able to tell me when that is either. You need to think that through. When is the right time for someone to listen? And you want to make sure you put your content out at that particular time. 
I would love for this to be available for everybody as soon as they wake up every day. But I can't do that, number one, because I haven't recorded it until 8 o'clock in the morning. So there's my own reality. And then I don't think it really matters for a daily drive, this particular show. So for me, it kind of fits around the the 9 o'clock time, Arizona. And more that's on me than it's on anybody else. So I certainly haven't nailed that. But you've got to figure out what time of day does your client, do your potential listeners want to hear your show? Last thing I want to think about, and this is the cool part, right? This is all the good news. The nice thing about having a daily podcast, or I guess one of the problems with having a daily podcast that will turn into a nice thing, I promise, is that that's a lot of content. A brand new person hits my feed today. They say, wow, 60X episodes. There are 70 things to get fully caught up on this. Well, they probably can't. Some will. We, we know all, we all know the crazy person out there who binge listens from the beginning of time. And we always wonder why that happens. And that's another great thing about evergreen content. It is available. But what's really beneficial is once you get dozens, perhaps a hundred or so shows under your belt, now you can repackage. Now you can group them together. They've gone out on your feed already. That's great. But now you can reuse those in blog posts, in articles, in Uh, places that you engage with potential customers online, now you've got a small end of a piece of content or a series that you can reassemble on the fly. It's very cool. It's a very great way to spread content. I think doing daily podcasts for niches, especially businesses, is a great idea done properly. And I would love to help you figure out how you can do it properly. Check out podcastlaunch.pro. And if you have questions, email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.